Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What I learned over the last couple of days is important for everybody um, that's watching CNBC. And that is? I think that what you're seeing is um, essentially a pushback against the establishment in a really important way. You have a lot of people, and I would encourage anybody who is dismissive of this thing to go into Wall Street Bets and actually just read the forum. It's called the one where they spy on him. Government oh. spy. The one where they spy on him is actually a great name. Government for a movie. spying on him. Love that movie. <laughs> the one where they spy on him. I feel like the more the more deep tube you've been getting into, you're getting a little bit more of that like um, like manic, frantic um, boomer in in their in their basement energy. So, well, am I wrong? I mean, stonk markets are tanking everywhere, left and right. I mean, you got military <laughs> industrial complex, dude, just up our asses most days. So it's like, <laughs> look around. It's fair, Good morning. It's fair Good point. morning. Uh, it's fair. Fair point. Um, Anyway, so this is just Reddit. Stonk a, portfolio. Sorry, <laughs> a weekly a weekly uh, podcast about the internet. By way of Reddit, the front page of the internet. Um, my name is it's your dad. You know, I'm dog boobs, but I'm going by bear boobs today because it's bear market. <laughs> yeah, bear boobs. Uh, I'm my free day, but I will be going by buy high, sell blow. <laughs> Yeah, dude. You know, I'm all about them drugs. Off the the tip. Um, So um, so today, today we are uh, doing, this is going to be an interesting one, because we're not doing Wall Street bets, because we've been wanting to do Wall Street bets for a long time, but it's, you can't, it's like, you can't do Wall Street bets in just like a single episode. It's going to have to be a big one, but what I would consider to be the most important moment in Reddit history Maybe, depending on how this whole thing shakes out, internet history yeah. happened this past week, and and we just you just got we just had to talk about it. It's really yeah. important and it's really interesting and it's also kind of confusing. So we wanted to do what we could to try to break this break this fella down. And of course, we are talking about the the great GameStop short market Wall Street bets takeover of 2021. Yeah, you, you seem so excited. I'm so excited for GameStop. I mean, I'm I'm really I'm really happy for him. Yeah, a lot of people are saying this is when um, redditors said game over to the boomers. A lot of people are saying that right now. A lot yeah. of freaking people, dude, oh, on the dark tube. Dude, I don't know how you do it on the dark tube. That place is so seedy. I'll bring you there sometime, but you know, wear one of those rubber suits. Okay. It's, it's creepy down there. Like a crime scene cleanup hazmat suit. <laughs> that would be a good job for you. I, uh, I would be good at that, I think. <laughs> crime scene cleanup. The crime scene. You're the crime scene cleanup girl who's <laughs> like, who thinks she's a high level de- 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 detective, like yeah. Gil from Night Stalker. Um, Detective Gil, you think I think you missed something? He's like, can you just fucking clean up the blood stains? <laughs> Like you're hired to do. <laughs> like, like I found a quarter under the rug. Do you think that could be a clue? They're like, it's probably <laughs> no. just a quarter under the rug. But I mean, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. How about? <laughs> yeah. How about you're a you're a crime scene detective specifically in in Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> How about? Um, <laughs> How about? <laughs> All right. So anyway, 
So, uh, you know, as as mentioned, this is this is a significant moment in history. I, I don't say that in jest. Actually, it's like I don't know. I don't know about you guys because I think doing a podcast about Reddit kind of means that we are supposed experts on on anything pertinent to Reddit. So yesterday morning. Yesterday morning, so this has been happening for a week essentially. But yesterday morning was the, it kind of hit, it hit the, it hit the Hoda, the Kathy and Hoda mainstream oh, news networks. That's when you know. That's when you know, and and so I got I got like a thousand texts from people just being like, "Have you been buying stonks? stonks. Do you know what's happening on GameStop right now? What's going on with this Wall Street bets thing?" Damn. It's actually quite interesting because it's it's also to the point where I have friends who don't. Like I had friends yesterday being like, "What's karma?" Oh and my because, god! Because because they don't know Reddit. Like this is like yeah. their first exposure to Reddit. So so this is like, you know, I, I think people are kind of being like, "Oh wow, Reddit's pretty powerful, huh?" And mm-hmm. so I'm kind of like, "Yeah, man, I'm gonna do a goddamn podcast for for 180 episodes. You're my friend. What the hell's wrong with you?" So, but I think that this is a really interesting introduction for people because it it has now had very significant real-world consequences. But the only other thing that it kind of reminds me of, in a way, was when the Boston bombing was happening. Oh, and, yeah. And the Reddit sleuths were on the case, and it yeah. became a thing where Reddit was trying to it. find them. I mean, sure, they strung a few uh, average <laughs> citizens out to dry whose lives have never been put back together again. And Yeah. But hey, I mean, that's, that's collateral damage, we call it in the biz. They uh, figure something out. You know, it was close. They got there some were clues. clues. It's dangerously close to QAnon. You know, they're right. following some breadcrumbs that you, there's, it was probably a precursor <laughs> to the same QAnon people. Like thirty percent of those people are a hundred percent QAnon, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, do we want to explain a little bit about the situation? So, so here's the thing for listeners out there: if you're not, if you're like bare boobs over here. And you've bought one stonk in your entire life, and that stonk was for Snapchat right before Snapchat tanked. (laughs) You probably are a little confused about (laughs) what's going on here. So do we want to kind of do an idiot's guide to what exactly happened here? I I think that's appropriate. I think think that this this has been pretty confusing, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's funny because it's like in a lot of ways it's simple, but it's actually confusing because it seems like the stock market is just an odd thing where like you the strategy what happens and why and you know economics i think when you start getting into like how economics works sometimes it's just like your brain breaks a little or at least mine does where i'm just like ah yeah yeah it took me it it took me reading what short selling was seven times and two hours for it to sink in as the simplest thing totally ever and it's because I didn't know we were talking about investors. I thought we were talking about any old person. And I'm like, so how do I borrow from somebody <laughs> and then sell it for a profit? Like, who am I borrowing from? Right. Well, well I'll, make, <laughs> I'll make a lot of metaphors during this podcast. So we'll wait till we explain short selling first. But uh, yeah, what, one quick thing. I, uh, Dad, I had similar conversations with some people in the last two days who I reached out to who I are friends of mine who work professionally in financial, legitimate financial jobs and definitely understand this stuff at a granular level and we things that we would not understand. And I reached out, I said, hey, I do this podcast about Reddit. Obviously, you're following the GameStop stuff, like interested in um, maybe coming on and and like talking a little bit about 
right. uh, you, you, from the financial s- side of the the coin, and and everyone's like, "What's Reddit?" <laughs> like, same yeah, thing. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, so a lot of people have still have no idea what Reddit is, and that it's this sort of like powerful force in society, and clearly, uh, it's a powerful force, and so I think everybody will will sort of know what it is after this this time around." Yeah, well, I think I think it's I think it's almost I mean, fu- it's funny because like Reddit almost feels like in the same way that we're talking about how to explain short selling and what a hedge fund is and why hedge funds are so demonic. I feel like people look at Reddit and they go, what? It's, you mean it's like a forum? You know, it's like this weird thing where like it just it doesn't people don't understand what it is. So I, I think it is similar. Reddit is an interesting place for this to have happened because, we, you know, we started this podcast with a little bit of the logic being that, like, it's very difficult to understand how trends happen on in these communities. But when they pop, they pop in a really significant way. And so, you know, as I've been talking to friends about this and I've been kind of explaining, like, I know more about what happens on Wall Street bets than I do what happens in, in terms of like hedge fund managing. I've been like, Wall Street Bets is known for doing stuff like this. Like they're yeah. kind of like they're nihilistic, they're nihilistic traders who trade through the lens of what Robinhood has essentially created, which is anybody can download Robinhood. You put in some kashish, and then you know if you have a little bit of if you have a little bit of uh, of disposable income. Yeah. To the point where, you know, like I think that spending habits are really interesting because I think some people, I don't know if people on Wall Street bets are like, here's how I'm going to make a million dollars. I think it's more like, here's how we fuck over the market or like Elon yeah. Musk is a golden god. Buy Tesla. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like pe- people just do things for the sake of the meme. But I think what we're seeing now is that there's actual, there's really important narrative value in the meme because of the mass of of what is actually happening. So, all right. So let's get yeah, into this. You know what I was thinking we could start with is a really a really simple answer from an out of the loop post because I feel I like uh, out of the loop on Reddit is always a great place to go to if you're like, what the fuck's yes. going on? <laughs> yeah, and I, I I have I uh, presumably we have the same out of the loop post that we're referencing, and I, yeah. I actually really like this post because they, you know there are a couple really really specific questions that are asked. Yeah. That are, are really helpful in terms of just like dissecting it in its pieces, right? Cause, yeah. Because that's the other thing too is like you're kind of, you know, some people are just like, do I buy now, right? And you're kind of like, well, that's a complicated question, right? So. Yeah. Um, Seems like um, um, when everybody's talking about it, you missed it. But So the, the out of the loop just simply proposes like, this is the mega thread for Out of the Loop. Posted 10 hours ago. I saw this as I was going to bed last night. Wall Street Bets, Stock Market GameStop, AMC, Citron, Melvin Capital. Please ask all questions about this topic in the thread. Right? So there's a huge amount of information about the topic and a large number of close close a large number of closed closely links, but fundamentally different questions being asked right now. So in order to not completely flood our front page with duplicate tangential posts. We're doing a mega thread. And that's also nice. a good, by the way, for anybody who is unfamiliar with Out of the Loop, um, it is kind of the place when things like this happen. So it's actually pretty significant yeah. that there is a subreddit that it has a mega thread only about answering these questions. Because this is also feels like the whole Reddit community is like galvanizing around totally. bets in a way right now. So question, what's going on? Dog, do you want to take, take control? Yeah, man, let's do this. Okay, so what the fuck's going on? Let me tell you what's going on. <laughs> I'm just going to paste the answer I've been giving. Short selling, the concept I had a hard time with yesterday, involves borrowing a stock from someone who owns it with the purpose to return it at a later date 
and pay a small fee based on the value of the stock. But then once you have that stock, you borrowed it from uh, Papa Money Bags over there, and you're like, I'm right. just going to borrow it. You're not using Cle it right Clensington. now. Yeah, it's like it's sitting in your portfolio and I'm going to borrow it and trade with it for a minute and like I'll just leave you an IOU. So then you sell the stock and wait for the price to drop and then you buy it back at the cheaper price. So you basically sell it for $100 and then buy it back for $1. You made $99 and you just return it to the original owner and they don't even know about the $99 you made. So it's like it's pretty sneaky. It's like not, I don't know, it doesn't seem to uh, indicate that this is not allowed or anything. It seems like it happens all the time. Oh, it's well, it allowed. Does, yeah, this seems like it's a, it, it's a really big tactic for hedge funds, which is why yes. I think a lot of people are, are kind of thinking that this is like a grand takeover of hedge funds because they're, they're just like, so I think actually there's a good post on the hedge fund thing further down. So let's let continue talking about okay. this and I'll, I'll, I'll try to get down to that as well. So what short selling allows is people to make money. Actually, this is such a busy post on Reddit that the CDN is unable to reach the servers and like I can't even reach it right wow. now. Amazing. So it allows people to actually make money off the drop in price of a stock. So you, the people who short sell, they want a company's stock to tank. So unlike right. regular stock trading, however, the potential losses of losses of you being wrong are not limited. So like if that doesn't happen and the price doesn't go down, it goes way up, you're pretty fucked because you borrowed somebody's stock, you sold it thinking you're going to make money, and now if you have to give it back, you're going to have to buy it for a shit ton more money that you may or may not have. So if you short a company with a $10 share price, that price jumps to $100 a share, you just lost $90. So that makes per, sense. per share. So if you have 1,000 shares, that's 90 times 1,000. Which that's is nine, 12 million. That's $90 million, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. So you, that, yeah, you can see how it gets out of hand yeah. real quick. So, yeah. so this, this is a fascinating odd ripple, by the way. So I think Reddit might be having some problems right now. It might it might have All like an overloaded server. Mine was, mine was just not loading, but then it just loaded. So, but it did take like two two three minutes this morning. To, you guys, pretty fucking wild, what if, man. What if mm -hmm. the government's trying to shut it down? Uh, well, that's why. It's very possible. That's why we're we here and Bitcoin. You know. Yeah, we need Dogecoin. We're, we're here on the case. Um, okay, so anyway, okay. continue, dog. Sorry about that. All right. So so since the start of the pandemic, this is where GameStop comes in. GameStop has clearly been struggling in a big way, such a big way that a lot of people, including major hedge funds, have decided to short sell GameStop stock a lot. So we've, I feel like we've heard about this since the beginning of the pandemic that GameStop, right. because we're we're all '90s kids. We all played uh, video uh, N64 and went to GameStop to buy our games and stuff. Right, right. It, I it met has... my wife at GameStop. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, God, I had my first blowy at GameStop. <laughs> oh, we all did. It's a right of passage. Everybody, everybody did. There was the there was the blowy section. Yeah, the blowy section. Nobody went in that section. <laughs> the blowy box. It was. I actually had my first blowy at Bed Bath and Beyond, but we'll talk about that later. That was a good place too. So, <laughs> so everybody's like, and it kind of made an impact back then in the headlines because we're all like, "Aw, GameStop, we love GameStop." Totally. So pe people in these major hedge funds are thinking, GameStop is 
tanking. This is a perfect opportunity to right. short sell. So let's borrow our our guys' GameStop stonks, and right. we're going to short sell them. We're going to make a shit ton of money. Right. Right. Um, it's it it's so interesting. Like th- th- there's, and we'll get into this more, but it seems like there's like definitely an emotional attachment to this particular totally business. And hedge fund guys now creeping into the world of right. dudes who sit on the internet all day on Reddit. It's like yeah. it's like ooh, it's dangerous territory. Okay, yes. yeah, it's, go it, on. It's just there's there's an interesting <laughs> symbology with GameStop. I think that's the thing is like there's because you know you're, you're also seeing. I mean, I, I read a little bit that there have been some speculation about other stocks that they're trying to they're they're trying to do the exact same thing to. Mm-hmm. Nothing I don't think is going to reach the heights of GameStop. I think it's kind of an yeah. anomaly at least and I think it probably set a little bit of a precedent for people, but I do think that it's it, they're doing it based on the meme, right? But the meme is not detached from the emotional side, which is GameStop is obviously symbolic. They're also doing it with the company who liquidated uh, or who owns the liquidation rights of Blockbuster. So it's like it's it's things like that. Like Bed Bath and Beyond's a little bit of a weird one, but I think it also kind of represents the mall in my mind, where I kind of go, yeah, it, it, you know. And so, and then AMC Theaters is the same thing. It's like AMC Theaters is another company where you're just like, you know, it's it's a little bit of like, don't take this from us, mm-hmm. but it's also like, you know, the people on Wall Street Bets are very smart, and they're also like, a lot of them do have a lot of cash, and you know. Uh, let, let's finish reading this post, but like their their like leader, their like proverbial leader is Elon Musk, but right. he, but he's like the spiritual leader, not necessarily, you know, the like actual leader. leader. But th- the word is that he has been in the Discord though. Like they have a wow. Discord that was that was evidently taken down, and which is which is a whole other weird thing where I've never heard. First There's a lot of sketchy Trump, discords out there. Now Elon Musk on Discord. I mean it. That that argument is is like slightly attached to what's going to happen next year with with Dang. who can communicate where and totally. what people can shut down and what they will shut down for whatever purposes they see yeah, fit. It's, it's crazy. So this but could be anyway. the beginning of the end of of us uh, yeah. getting rich Dang. as fuck Ooh. on game stocks. <laughs> uh, so, uh, dog, did you finish this post? Uh, not yet. Okay, so let's okay. say I own a share of GameStop stock and you want to short it. I lend you my share. You sell it. Now someone else wants to short the stock as well. So they borrow the share from the person you sold it to, and then they sell it, and so on and so forth. If it happens enough times, you could have more people who owe back a share to the original owner than there are actual shares of the stock. So people can continue to short sell. Like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. So this happened to GameStop, which had 140% of its share sold short. This presents a problem for short sellers. If the price of the stock starts going up instead of down because there aren't enough shares to go around, if they decide that they all need to cut their losses and buy back the shares they owe at once. Um, So that means there are more short sellers than there are shares. So if they all decide to cut their losses, they can't. They can't. (laughs) Some smaller investors, including those at Wall Street Bets, noticed this happening to GameStop stock and decided to take advantage. They bought up a bunch of the shares themselves, driving the price up and further limiting the availability of shares. And that's, I mean, that's pretty basic supply and demand. I mean, that's like, you know, like we, yeah, you have, you only have, like, you can't really do this on the scale that we're talking about with like ExxonMobil or McDonald's. 
because right. there's just so many shares available that like you, you kind of need like a small army, which you yeah. know this is. I mean, re- the Reddit like t- you know 2.4 million people in the in Wall Street bets is like certainly a yeah, small army, pretty but small. you know. But you, it, you it need works. like a country to get the yeah, other exactly. ones. Yeah, exactly. I mean, th- but this is very like because it's GameStop, it it is a little bit more functional in this capacity, right? With supply <sighs> and demand curves, that is. So this is crazy. So basically, people at uh, in Reddit were like, uh, "We want to fuck these guys over." Like all these guys are short selling, which is basically capitalizing off of GameStop's failure yeah. and actually like kind of like. I don't know. It seems like it's I don't know exactly if it leads to the demise or co- contributes to it more. But like, yeah, it I feels like it feel like it does. Like, I feel like them actively short selling stock is like actively not good for GameStop. What's well, making, it's, all, it's, it's also it's, it's making money off of, yeah, like the death of a company. And it's yeah. right. And you're, you're kind of going like, what? Where is that? In, in what part of the sort of business cycle of any company do, is there value in something failing? You know, it's yeah. It, it, there's no tangible value in, in the failure. It's just somebody placing a right. bet on the failure, right? So, mm-hmm. um, th- there's no difference than like placing a, a bet in in boxing. You know, it, in the last round, once the guy's got no eyes and a broken nose, you're like, well, he definitely totally. looks like he's going to lose. And so, like, let's bet the house on. But they don't let you do that because. Right. <laughs> It's it, it's too it's late, you know. Yeah. yeah, it's already on the decline. It, it, so it's it's a weird thing to be to be able to be profiting from. I, I think. Yeah. Well, and, and not even to be able to be profiting from, but because of the way, and this is, I think, where you get into the conversation about Citron, the Citron um, editorial. I don't I don't even know what they do, but it's one guy who goes by Citron who makes these kind of bold predictions that seem to be market indicators, and then Melvin Capital, who's the the company that collapsed evidently because of this but if you are if you are talking about short selling in this way and you announce that hey we're going to short sell on this thing then that already drives down the value because you're you're putting that you're kind of putting that narrative into the air saying like hey we think this stock sucks so we as market indicators and people that are determining how the market works are going to short sell this thing right so gamestop yeah. goes fuck like they're betting on us we're 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 screwed, right? Oh. Yeah, the, blood, the blood's in the water a little bit, and I think exactly, the, the sort exactly. Of, the, the whole the whole economy in in that world is built on uh and on just a, a belief and a confidence, and so once that confidence kind of goes away, yeah, you, know, exactly. you see these stocks tumble and plummet, and and it's it's sort of like a, you know, from this company called Cintron, it's like uh it's like a death wish. It's like yeah, you know, you you've, you've just been given the, um the sort of stroke of death <laughs> right. And, right. and it's fucked because they're all paying attention to each other and then they can sort of like exactly. collectively collapse something mm-hmm. and that's that's for a profit for themselves like it's gross for a profit for themselves when you know all those kids that you know we all used to work at gamestop we all remember the blowy room like <laughs> what blowy, about those yeah. kids <laughs> you know, where are they supposed to go what about those kids is what i want to know um, okay, but yeah, like you said, um, like they can basically create like a fucking battalion and t- take down a company with this bullshit. But on the other hand, um, all of the people on Wall Street bets were able to do the same thing, but drive the price up. So meanwhile, and then furthermore, so this attention brought to the story basically last summer, a share for GameStop was $4. Yesterday, 
it was $147 each. Today, it's $345 each. I'm pulling it up right now. It's, oh, it's down a little. It's $237. Right. By the way, um, shout out for all, for, for everybody who's actively paying attention to us for stocks t- stock tips, which is smart of you, by the way, because we are successful stock traders here, the yeah. three of us. Oh, um, totally. Tim, Tim Wage, I don't, I, don't, I, don't know, I don't know Tim Wage, but we're going to assume it's a trustworthy source giving us a tip on SNDL. Right um, on. Sundial Growers. Okay. Bye, bye, oh, bye, cool. bye, bye, bye. That's what I say as a, as a bye, professional bye, trader. Bye. Yeah. It's a bear market and, and you buy. No, and if, if, if everybody is not, uh, if, if anybody who's listening is like, I've never bought a stock ever, yeah. probably the easiest way to buy a stock like within the next day or two is through Robinhood. Um, we do not work for Robinhood. Right. They are not our daddy, uh, but we would like them to be. But it's yeah. it's a, it's a <laughs> stock trading platform where there's no fees, and so it's a free fee. Yep. It's a fee-less trading platform. So once you set it up on your phone, it's all done digitally. Like, you know, that's another element to this story where sort of uh, you know the the younger crowd who's probably only using right. uh, Robinhood is able to sort of go on Reddit, yeah. then go on their phone, buy, 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 sells to sell. And you don't you don't have to deal with a broker, you know. So it's mm-hmm. it's kind of this it, you're it's, outside it's a of the game. system. I mean, that's the other interesting parallels. We're talking about GameStop being the primary stock in which all this stuff is happening. Yeah. As a symbol as a symbology for the for the for the audience, I think, of 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 Wall Street bets, but also I think Robinhood and the idea of the way this kind of like quick say it. Say the um, word. Say the say word. It. Game of- Quick, gamification. Quick gamification. 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 Yes. Say it. it Say is. it. So, so the way the way that that game that uh, that Robin Hood has kind of turned trading into something you can do on your phone really fast without really even thinking is you know is like fucking Clash of Clans. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just kind of like go in. It's real money, but also it's like you know how far is it from sports betting right now? Right. Right. Which it really totally. isn't. And I think that's that's the thing is like Wall Street bets kind of thinks of this as as like as a casino. And everybody's like, you can't think of it that way. It's a stock market. And everybody in Wall Street Bets is like, that's all you guys fucking destroy our economy almost every year doing it like it's a casino. Like, what are you talking about? It's clearly a casino. And so sports betting is is probably less. It's the hardest thing to manipulate because the players are actually choosing for themselves versus all this other shit is manipulatable. Right. It's yeah. yeah. And 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 that's kind of what they do all the time. So sorry. Totally. No, no, that's so true. So basically what, so like the simplest thing that's going on right now is that these yuppie hedge fund bros that were short selling GameStop are losing money by the billions right now. Right, um, literally. While literally billions, while like Redditors are making so much money that they're paying off their student loans, paying off their, you know, mortgage. Like they're, I've seen comments in Wall Street bets of people being like, I can't even believe this. I just paid off my mom's home. Thank you guys totally. so much. Like for real, like if you get in on Wall Street bets, if you understand it and you, you like this is the thing that can happen. So right. I think this made such a big splash that there will be some sort of government response or something yeah. because at the end of the day, what happened here is that it made the market extremely unstable and like bizarro, unpredictable, right. whatever. The market's fucking fake anyway. But right. what what that shows is like GameStop 
isn't a valuable company right now. Like the totally. price went up to 345. It was $4 last year, but GameStop is still a struggling company underneath it all. It's nowhere near as valuable as its current share price, which means that eventually the bubble will burst and the price is going to come crashing back down. So anyone who buys in at the top expecting it to keep shooting up is going to lose right. a ton of money. So this is called the greater fool theory where it's like a pyramid scheme. It's you're always expecting the greater fool to come along and buy it up at a bigger, a higher price than you did. But eventually there aren't bigger fools out there. You're going to be the last one. Yeah. And, it, and it's also I mean, it, it is also interesting, too, because this is um, like I, I think it's 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 one of those things where while so there are very specific enemies in this that are getting fucked, right? Like Melvin Capital got absolutely destroyed. Like people are like kind of hitting at like the hedge funds. This is a little bit of like don't bet against us kind of energy. But the reality is while this is also happening, a lot of Redditors are going to lose a lot of money. Right. And then a lot of a lot of people, I, I actually think that the reality is that a lot of people in the hedge fund world are also going to make a ton of money because they will have seen this happen and they are going to be shorting at the high point of GameStop. Because what like what you said, dog, it's like GameStop is not a valuable company. All of a sudden, I would argue that they are now more of a valuable company because of this narrative. Because the, the, this is like where you get into interesting kind of brand conversations about like how yeah. brand works. But the fact that the fact that they have they, they have now had this this wild history defining moment uh, at their behalf mm -hmm. means that there's going to be like the the perpetuity of of their brand awareness is going to be around for a long time. Yeah. And so their their stock has gone up. Like their their value has definitely gone up. But it, it's not. It, it doesn't deserve to be considered one of the most expensive companies in the world, like as a part of Tesla and shit. Yeah. So as it comes down, you know, if I was a fucking betting man, if I was like really taking this seriously and I, you know, I have not done this, but you know, quite frankly, like this is the time to short the stock of GameStop because at, at, at that point now, because it's so high, you're like, well, it's definitely coming back down. Like there's no fucking question, right? So all of this has been done as an, as an effort to straight up like fuck over a couple hedge funds, symbolically a lot less like, you know, cause really what this has shown is like, you didn't realize we were a part of the forces that could do this. And because of that, listen to us we're we're valid we're reasonable and and there's a lot of other messages that are kind of thrown in there so um i think that th did you read the whole thing dog i, I think there's another post i would yeah. like to go to uh yeah there is and there one thing about that though about short short selling gamestop now knowing that right. uh eventually and uh ultimately it's going to drop again is right. this user in the comments of this article uh user muroid has a great point. In the abstract, he says that he or they or she says, I would say, yes, you could you could be correct in saying that short selling game stock now is a good idea. But there's a saying that the market can remain ra irrational longer right. than you can remain solvent. So predicting That's a Keen Keynesian theory, right? So, yeah. So predicting the right amount or the right moment to do it can be extremely difficult or impossible. So if you get the timing wrong, it can be a big, expensive mistake. I always measure by how many Miatas I've earned and, and am in the process of earning. And, yeah. and it's, you know, am I at nine Miatas? Am I at 15 yeah. Miatas? 
Damn. That's kind of my barometer for about, for wealth building. Uh, there's yeah. another interesting development um, that I'm reading. I just gave a plug to um, Robinhood, but fuck Robinhood now because everyone right. on uh, stock market, <clears throat> on backslash stock market saying that Robinhood is locked out trading for GameStop amongst a few other stocks. So people are saying, should yep. we... Um, boycott Robinhood and go to a different brokerage firm because it, it appears that Robinhood has been um, touched by, um, you know, the powers that be, the Illuminati, et cetera, right. and said to stop allowing trading. Um, the Rothschilds. The Hollywood pedophile ring has certainly Hollywood finally gotten to- Rothschilds, uh, yeah, all the all yep. the big players. Um, so, so now you're seeing, um, I don't know, I would say maybe market manipulation. But not being able to trade uh, because of a safety concern or, you know, which is essentially protecting the institutions that right. run the show in Wall Street. And, uh, and they have an they have some protective measures already in place. Like they, they do halt they halt trading <clears throat> when a stock is particularly volatile. And you saw that really early on. Like I think earlier that list earlier this week or last week. I kept getting these alerts on Wall Street Bets because I've been in the Wall Street Bets community for a long time. I've never really engaged with it, um, but that I've been I've been there, and they you'll see halts on the trading often, and so and basically that means like if 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 like the market collapses really fast, you straight up stop trading because that's when everybody's like selling off, and like that has a really dramatic effect on the market because if if people get spooked, people are so cautious about money of course that if people get spooked they go oh shit 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 sell 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 and if everybody does that at once then it completely fucks over everything and so i think that that's probably happening a little bit on 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 or on gamestop right now where like the conversation we're having where like people are trying to short at a certain height and then like if people see that people are shorting at a certain height other people are going to buy and other people are going to sell and it's like it becomes so volatile that it it like it, it is unsustainable, and I think that all the powers of be are trying to, like, put halts on it in that way. Um, but, but yeah, so so I think that that, that is, is it really... Is a free market? Is it a free market? Or is it a slave market? All I'm saying well, is I think somebody is running the show up there. Totally. And well, there, say, I mean, there are definitely people running the show. That, that's actually Duke and that's Duke like are pulling strings, dude, you know? all day. Follow um, the money. Follow the money. Bono. It, Lindsey Graham. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's hmm, yeah, it's it's interesting. It is sort of like the fabric of our economy. So you you do right. want those safeguards in place. But you don't want the um, stock market crash of nineteen twenty nine right. or et cetera happening again. Um, yeah. So to have these in place feels uh, feels smart. But um, the people that are trying to fuck the man uh, are probably a little uh, conspiratorial about it. I would right. say. Well, and this is, I mean, this is why it's such a profound event in history, right? Is like, we, like, we know, like, stocks are confusing. I think most people realize that. I think most people are very intimidated because most people don't have the liquid income to just be able to be like, oh, 10 grand? Fucking, I'm going to throw it on GameStop because of lol. Who cares, right? Like, you can't really do that. And I think that hedge funds, I think this is where I think we should probably talk about hedge funds because hedge funds are really, like, there's a, the, the real narrative here in my mind is like the 
the plebes, like the this is this feels like a communist revolution, right? This is the proletariat uprising against the vanguard, in which case this is Reddit as normal people who like can't pay off their student loans and like want to be rich but also don't know how and and like don't have access to the capital versus hedge funds who just like light money on fire and fucking light cigars with it, you know what I mean? And so that's like when every when when we see Melvin Capital take a 2.7 billion dollar loan to pay for their losses that happened because of this people are just like hell yeah that's what up that's what we wanted right so so here's a so uh, here's a post about hedge funds this is also actually from um the same out of the loop post just because again like out of the loop is just like so fucking so good for this stuff question who what is a hedge fund and how do they play into this? Hedge funds are managed funds that specialize in buying and selling stocks ridiculously fast using computer down to microseconds. So that's another huge part of this is like there's an interesting technological play where Reddit is a technological thing, but it's about the humans that make the Reddit interesting, right? The hedge fund world is they're doing this manipulative bullshit, but using these computers so that there, it kind of feels like this is a little man versus machine too, in a way. Mm. Now let me ask: seeing, Can I go get one of these computers at my local uh, Best Buy or Keyboards Wireless? We, or in, interesting, interesting question. Actually, I, I actually there's a there's there's a there's an interesting point at the bottom of this that I actually found last night, and I was like, damn, that's fucking crazy um, about the computers they use. But anyway, so. They take advantage of the momentary rise and fall of stock prices to glean tiny profits on each trade. In aggregate, though, they make money hand over foot. They all have very low latency connections to the exchange, but because speed is such a competitive advantage and because there are limited, but they are limited by physics, they will attempt to be as physically close as to the exchange as they can. Personally, I think they are cancer on the stock market. They hold so much power and operate at such mind-boggling speeds that the managers themselves cannot control them. This forces the exchange to have to uh, have a kill switch that shuts everything down, as we discussed earlier, and undoes trades for a period of time. They have utilized this switch several times to avoid hedge funds causing literal financial collapse. They are a dangerous tool for the rich to to a leverage their money more effectively to make even more money. Um, and then, so somebody had below, so great answer. I remember hearing an NPR segment about this, but didn't know what it was or what definition of uh, a hedge fund was. So also there's literally a room next to the stock exchange that houses all these computers to minimize yeah. cable length because the cable alone, the cables in the room all have to be cut at the exact same length because a difference in inches would give one computer a decisive advantage. So if, if any of these computers had a longer ethernet cord, essentially for lack of a better term, then they would lose money like a motherfucker and anybody has like one more by like a tiniest like an inch of of ethernet cord they end up becoming absolute gajillionaires because of the speed and so when when you think about what that ultimately means i mean that that means that these are computers that are designed around functioning extremely rationally they have algorithms built into them that are solely built on rational decision making and trades and then reddit comes along and goes like yeah the rational thing to do would be to like not fucking put money into this dying stock but like lol like stonks here we go right and then so this irrational movement 
suddenly just destroys his hedge fund. Right. There was so, a movie with Jesse Eisenberg called uh, The Hummingbird Project. It came out like two years ago. It didn't really get any notice. But it was about, it's a true story about this guy who realized this. Maybe it's just happened 10 years ago. But he realized this about the ether, Ethernet. The physical cable distance matters. And so he like trenched. The story is like he trenches across America, like a straighter cable line than the other ones that were more zigzaggy. And so he like literally is going through mountains and paying people to go under their houses because the distance would be shorter. And then he finally, like that distance next to the stock exchange physically in New Jersey um, made it so they could trade faster on these micro levels. And like once that was like that, that cat was out of the bag, the barn, the cat. Fuck's cat. Yeah, in once the barn was in the uh, cat, is um, I think the phrase. Once the cat's out of the soup bowl, that, that they that they realize it, and then they had to start sort of regulating towards it. But but yeah, people are physically like trying to get as close to the machine as possible, which right. seems so archaic. Well, it's it's, it's but archaic, but know. it's it's funny because they're using such high technology, and the, and this is like this is a wild thing about the stock market. Like people always say this shit. It's like the stock market is this really. It's a really complicated fake mechanic of our whole financial market our whole financial industry our whole not even financial industry our whole capitalist society is built on this this financial market model that is now at this point it is like it doesn't actually it's not actually tied to logical concepts right like yeah. I mean, tesla is a really interesting example and and, and our, our, our pal shia brought up tesla which is a part of the same with Bitcoin where like hype is such a huge driver for growth in the stock market in a way, which ultimately is just narrative. I mean, you're just you're just essentially saying like the narrative, like that's that's my argument about like GameStop not really like it's going to devalue dramatically, but it's never going to truly devalue to the point where it was because the narrative of the stock is now probably it might actually be a symbolic stock for forever now where people just go anytime we we are having a rebellion against the stock market pay attention to the GameStop stock you know because yeah. if there's if there's like mass discomfort like we're in the middle of a pandemic a lot of people have lost their jobs a, you know student debt is like at a fucking all-time high you know we're, we're waiting on these checks that didn't come everybody hates mm -hmm. Mitch McConnell we just had a transition like so all this discontent manifests in something like GameStop then being a symbolic surge that not only does it create new millionaires and actually does create wealth, but it also says, don't fuck with us because we yeah. will fuck with you too. Right. And, and that's just, fa it's fascinating. It's a really fascinating, fascinating, fascinating moment. So I, I love it personally. It's nice yeah, to see, even if it's not going to last or anything, like giving hedge fund investors like a few more gray hairs or making some of them contemplate suicide, I think is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, Dog boobs is for killing. Dog boobs is for killing. <laughs> I woke up and chose violence today. And <laughs> I don't know, I think they'll probably end up, I mean, they took, they got bailed out basically by right. some, uh, the Citron company or something, giving them some right. billion, $2 billion loan. But at the same time, I'm like, they got pretty scared in the meantime, and right. uh, we did get to show everybody who paid attention, which is a lot of people that you know you can fuck with. You could fuck with them, and right. and the market is fucking fake. It's fake. Right. You know, it has so, nothing I mean, to do with the company's value. 
I mean, another interesting point. So hedge funds obviously have an immense amount of money. And, you know, I don't think like this is one of those things where like I don't think that Reddit wins at the end here. Right. I don't think that they end up winning this. But what I do think it does is it makes it makes a lot more people a lot more aware of some of the things that are happening. And I think that, you know, the question have any mainstream media outlets provided nuanced reporting on the WSB or GME situation? Uh, or are the hedge funds owning the media narrative? Which is a really they, good question because that they, is... They have been owning it, yeah. They have been owning the, the media narrative because a lot of people, you know, a lot of the, the kind of conversation we're seeing right now is like people coming in and being like, we need regulation. We need to, we, we, we need to make sure this never happens again. And people are just like, you, you guys destroyed our whole economy. Like, Five yeah. years ago. Like, what are you talking like, about, right? Yeah, let me get on that. I'll make sure it never happens. Never again. Totally. Never again. That's yeah, my top and, priority. And so one of the people one of the people that has actually been really interesting and outspoken is this guy named Chamath Palapiptia. I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's it's uh No, no, you nailed it. You know, I, I got it. I nailed it. Um and I, I saw this interview, uh it it's now become like a bit of a viral video in itself and and it's all over Wall Street Bets. Wall Street Bets is very, very fucking hyped about this guy. You, you have the CNBC guy who just is like, yeah, but but wh- they can't do this. And he's just like, why can't they do that? That's what you guys do every day. Like, yeah. what, what is the problem, right? Because yeah. that's the other thing, too, is like Reddit essentially created a hedge fund in Wall Street Bets by doing this, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. th- this is very, I mean, we have seen this happen in Reddit several times it doesn't happen like this it usually happens in a self-contained reddit way but like this is not different from what happened with with place right like place when place happened we all look at it and for anybody who's unfamiliar place was this this uh, one of reddit's famous uh april fool's experiments where everybody on reddit kind of participates at once and in that instance it was like one big canvas where every redditor could put one pixel down every like three minutes or something and it became this beautiful beautiful tapestry where tribes were created and like it became this huge art piece it was one of the most magnificent things i've ever seen but it was it was a collective subconscious effort to create something and i think that this is what's happening with the wall street bets thing it's a collective subconscious well actually this one's more conscious like i think everybody kind of collectively had the same goal but it's a collective idea that we are seeing manifest through the power of a shared a shared logic and a shared value system by way of Wall Street bets. Yeah, I was I was gonna say so so per the media, yeah. So if if you kind of go around YouTube and you you type in game stock uh, stock, you'll see a lot of clips from Jim Cramer, Mad Money, um, a lot of CNBC, a lot of mainstream media outlets, kind of saying like this is dangerous. You shouldn't do this. A lot of this is the word dangerous gets used a lot. This is dangerous. Right. Uh, I always thought dangerous was uh, tightrope walking while smoking cigarettes in my <laughs> underpants. But I guess this is dangerous too. And then one of the only videos that there's a show called The Hill on on YouTube. It's it's primarily it's only on YouTube and it's um, it's a really good show, a political show. And they their kind of shtick is they uh, the the woman on the show is liberal democrat and the guy on the show is more conservative republican and they're like friendly with each other they're friends they like disagree but they have a conversation it's like it's like what you want the news to be and so this, this right. show's been getting more popular over the last couple of years and so they do a really good they've done a good take on this where the guy says like what you said dad 
Like, why shouldn't they do this? Hedge funds have been doing this for years. Like, they beef up a stock just to tear it down, just to make money off of it. So, so why not? Um, and then sort of on the idea of like the power of the hedge fund versus the power of this Reddit Wall Street bets, you know, uh, right. thing that's happened. You Like, the, the reason a hedge fund is powerful is because they have the most money, right? They have a lot of um, $1 bills, yeah. call it. Well, they and also borrow that money, by the way. It's not It's not their it's money. It's not even their money. It's all, but they it's have, all they have other the control money. of using the most dollar bills, right? Yes, exactly. They have they have access to it. And 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 what what Reddit, Wall Street Bets has sort of done, which is like kind of brilliant and, and kind of a no-brainer, is they've just accumulated um, 2 million people that all have $10 bills. And so instead of having one place that has $10 trillion bills, they've accumulated 2 million people with $100, right? So the, right. the amount of money, the amount of purchasing power might be equivalent or more. It's right. just spread out amongst a, a ton of individuals and the individuals decided to work together versus at a hedge fund. You don't need that agreement. They just Right, can just use their arsenal, and so I don't think what anybody ever s expected would happen is is this organization of people online doing one thing together in the stock market for for one particular gain or 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 whatever. Right. So th to me, like that light bulb moment has is what's going off on these people's heads. They're going, oh my god, if we allow people to organize, um, and uh, dictate or determine prices of things through a platform called Reddit, where it's anonymous also, right. and you can't be traced back to who you are, it could fuck up our whole scam we got running here, which is totally. we control everything. It's it's our market to manipulate. And so now you, there's, a, there's a new way to manipulate the market that's, that's never been done. Right. Um, and so that I mean, to me is the breaking news of it all. And I've heard, I've heard some people call this like financial terrorism, which I think it to a degree it feels like. I think it's almost like a, the right kind of terrorism, of course. But like this is also like a financial protest, where you know if if everybody goes, I mean you'll see on the posts like on 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 Wall Street bets you see a lot of people just being like brothers and sisters, hold hold. They'll tell you to sell, don't sell, hold right. And that's the kind of the calling on Wall Street bets because the more that they hold, the more value it retains, right? And you know, you you generate wealth on the stock when you sell. Well, you generate liquid wealth on the stock when you sell. Like if you own if my if you know if you have a portfolio that's filled with Tesla stock, you know, you can sell that stock, right? But you can also you 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 know, you, the only way to get it liquid is by selling it off. So I, th I believe, I mean, I could be wrong, but but I think that, you know, everybody there, that's like part of what also makes this pretty fun is like people are going like, I know you can give it up now. I know that it's easy to give it and get the money and, and that's yeah. what they want you to do. Brothers and sisters, hold, hold firm. <laughs> There's going to be casualties, but we need to hold, right? And it's, and it's, and it's fascinating. It's a really interesting kind of collective agreement. I and mean, the other thing too, that's been uh, you know, there, there's so many narratives of this. We're not going to be able to get to all of them. I think it, it's just impossible. But another interesting thing is like you have this guy, former Facebook exec and a billionaire. You also have people like Elon Musk. You have people like Mark Cuban. You know, you have these people who are very, very wealthy, who have participated in the system, have done very well. Elon Musk is a very controversial person, of course, but like part of the reason people think he's controversial is because he is at his core a meme lord. And right. that was one of the things that turned this into like a mass, a huge thing is he, 
he actually tweeted out. I think his tweet, his actual tweet was game stonks, right? <laughs> and and you see that and you're like, Elon Musk is such an interesting character because he is the he is the most valuable person in the world. He's the wealthiest man in the world, right? Not all of that is is purely, you know, like beautiful ethical growth. You know, he's got a little bit of that Iron Man, Batman thing going on. But I think there's a little bit of a, this isn't just about beating down people with money. This is about beating down the specific kind of person with money who has institutionalized financial, uh, like financial slavery, I guess, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and like that is, I think even somebody like Elon Musk goes like, yeah, hedge fund guys, fuck them, dude. I fucking hate those guys. You know what I mean? And yeah. versus it well, being like, yeah, oh, those are my rich compatriots, right? That's not how this works. This is a little bit more like, this is the perception of who the people are versus the perception of who the man is, Yeah, which is very interesting. I'll be interested to see like what the, uh, the death toll is after this, like, I see Elon Musk being like, fuck hedge fund guys, you know, let's do this. He He's never going to be broke, you know, he's never going to no, lose a ton of money and have that make a bit of difference in his life. But right. uh, kind of like what a lot of these people are saying, um, we've like in our comments, someone else mentioned too, it's like Wall Street always wins. You know, it's kind of yeah, like our totally. economy is a casino and the house totally. always wins. So it's it's kind of sad. I don't know. It's it's a little uh, ethically questionable to me to have guys yeah. like Elon Musk being like, yeah, I love seeing this. Fuck hedge totally. funds when they're not the ones that are going to, you know, be the last fool standing who totally. put all well, this money I, I, I do it. think, um, I mean, I think there is a, there's a really interesting, and I, I do agree with this too. So Jock James Party says that Elon Musk probably has a hedge fund manager. You're probably right. I mean, for sure. Like, there's no question. I think yeah. that that's definitely the case. But but one of the things that I think is really interesting about this too is like a lot of people are like, are they stealing money? That's like one of the big questions in the out of the loop. No, they're not stealing money. The money doesn't actually leave the market. Like it's it's just exchanging hands. So what I think, like my like long term conspiracy on this that I actually think is probably going to be really really fascinating to watch is. We are watching billionaires and millionaires be born kind of overnight through this. Whether or not they actually have liquid cash, it's, it depends. Because again, if you if you invest all this money and you can't extract it, then you end up just like when the stock goes back down to normal or whatever, then whatever normal will be for GameStop. I mean, we don't know, but like you know, if you didn't liquidate, you're not going to be you you know you're gonna you're just going to have a dead stock at that point. However, right. the people who have, we are seeing a bunch of kinds of person who is an atypical kind of person who now has a lot of money, right? Right. Which I think is actually really interesting because that's kind of the Elon Musk thing to a degree. It's like, yes, Elon Musk has an immense amount of money, whatever. But like when I've been watching kind of some of the stories about people who get extreme are going to potentially be extremely rich from this, I always think about that scene in Garden State with the guy who like invented the the Velcro that doesn't make sound. And he just <laughs> yeah. is like a doofus who has like this mansion and just like throws rockets in the air and shit. But I think that that's kind of going to be an interesting thing where you, we're going to have hopefully a lot of people on Wall Street bets that suddenly have a lot more money than they did before. And yes, the hedge fund guys are going to be like, you fucking clowns. Well, you can't touch me. I still got money to burn my cigars with, you know, to light $100 bills and burn my cigars. But like the people who only had 65 bucks to their name previously who now suddenly have 200 k yeah. they might be putting that money back into the economy in a really interesting way where they're going to be yeah. buying different kinds seven, of things. Buying seven Miatas with 200 right. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> or, you know, or, I mean, the other thing too is like, there's, there's potential for like, for political funding, right? I mean, if you think about the way that, that certain political movements happen too, where we're seeing again, like this kind of takedown of boomer mentality through this shit, 
and you know what kind of politician is going to be deserving of the money that the Wall Street bets people have have been making, right? Like you're not going to be seeing Lindsey Graham take their money, right? Yeah. You're going to be seeing very very interesting characters that they want to see in the White House, right? Gang gang. Yeah. Or in the or in the Congress or whatever. And so that I think is actually a really fascinating ripple effect of this is like once the money has been made, if the money is retained, where does it go, right? Yeah. Dog so, moves. Could you do Lindsey Graham trying to order a sandwich at Subway? I feel oh, like yeah. his voice makes me laugh quite a bit. Shit. God, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever heard that man speak. So uh, you haven't? Oh, he sounds he sounds like a Southern dandy. Is is oh. he, sounds, he is hey, a I'm... Southern dandy? Doesn't sound like a Southern dandy. He's he's wow. very peculiar. Everything about him is peculiar. Peculiar. Okay, peculiar. let me try this. <clears throat> Oh, hello there. <laughs> oh, yes. I'd like to get myself a six-inch tuna sub. Oh, no, you're going to want to hold that sauce because I only like oil on my tuna. See, uh, okay, it? man, but why... Why are you rub- why are you rubbing your nipples while you tell me your sandwich order? That's really weird. Oh, these? These aren't my nipples. <laughs> yes. That is these a perfect... My- these oh are my constituents' God. nipples. What? <laughs> Guys. I'm only 17, and I just got this job. <laughs> uh, well, I'll just keep moving along, then. We got we got some uh, Reddit server problems. I think we have too many listeners that are all trying to get on Reddit at the same time. Damn. Um, Maybe I, but, you know what? I think Wall Street's trying to take down Reddit. It is. Yeah, I mean, this is quite, Bilderberg very shit. possible. I mean, it is. It's also very interesting... God damn, dude, this is fucking crazy. Um, it, it is actually really interesting, too, when you think about everything that happened with Parler last week, right? We kind of look at it and we go, like, damn, like, fuck them, fuck Parler, like, get, get the hell out of here. But, like, mm-hmm. we are potentially going to see the same thing with something like Reddit, right? Where we've seen it in the past, but, like, lest we forget. Well, Reddit, Reddit is partially owned by Tencent, which is, like, a, a very significant Chinese company that that i can uh, nobody fucks with china money right so like if you are if if this has anything to do with like the actual market like <laughs> that's we're, our t-shirt we're gonna, for our company yeah nobody fucks with, <laughs> nobody china, fucks money. with china money <laughs> that was a leopard you ate my face kind of an idea that that i think is important but sort of right. the, the the tear down of parlor for whatever was going on there right it's not the whatever was going on it's the tear down to me that's interesting and totally. if they can tear down Parler, they can tear down Reddit. And Exactly. And so that's, to me, like the, the idea that should be being discussed, not the racist stuff. Like that shit's always going to go on somewhere. It's the idea that you can remove these platforms where people can do whatever they want to do. And taking out a hedge fund is one of those things. And so removing right. it removes the power from the people to, right. you know. Oh. I know. So this is so the big the big story that's really happening and developing honestly as we speak is is the Robin Hood takedown right because like we're literally seeing like I mean this is an interesting post right class action against Robin Hood allowing people to only sell is the definition of market manipulation right yeah. class action must be started Robin Hood has made plenty of money off selling info about our trades to the hedge funds to be able to pay out a little for causing people to lose money now. So a lot of people now are turning on Robin Hood, which is fascinating because that is, this is how people are doing this, right? They're doing this through Robin Hood. 
but now they're what they're doing is a financial crime because they're saying oh fuck a lot of people are using our app to do this we gotta we can't let them do this anymore right that's fucked up it's really really be, fucked up they should be proud of it right they should they should be like yeah we're the motherfuckers that are the disruptors like yeah why the, not right they're calling themselves robin hoods by the way are are about like f- for the young person the disruptor the right. millennial and it's yeah. like yeah well, this is this is how they're using it yeah I mean, all it's, the <laughs> baby boomers that are in charge of the brand are like oh fuck Exactly. We're actually stealing exactly. from the rich and giving to the poor, like this Robin is Hood. tinfoil hat shit because th- th- crazy. Th- that company is a young company and and they're totally. aiming for young people and they're getting exactly what they plan for. This is like a fantastic moment for the company. Right. They should be proud of it, but they're pulling back. And you gotta you gotta think like, huh? Who and why are f- right. forcing them to pull back? And to me. Right. It's Bilderberg, tinfoil it's hat Bilderbergs. shit, aliens, lizard people. Hillary Clinton is probably pulling the strings. Yep. Oh, it's Tom Hanks. Yep. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is using Robin Hood to pay for his adrenochrome, right? And yeah. so while he's sipping a martini of child stem cell, exactly. Holy shit! Exactly. Um, you heard it here first, guys. Like you we 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 have finally unlocked it. All right. So here's actually another thing. By the way, thank you for all of our our listeners right now that are actively feeding us tips on this. I mean, this is a yeah. an ongoing thing, and I think all of you people are really fucking smart. This um, is a collaborative so, episode. Is a I gotta collaborative be totally episode. honest, I'm really intimidated by all of our listeners uh, that are clearly way smarter than me. Yeah. Um, but man, th- I'll call you guys uh, our field reporters right now. Our, 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 our yeah. men and women and they in the street our resident <laughs> teens. Yeah, thanks. As we These like to call awesome. them. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. So, so Robinhood is a FINRA, F-I-N-R-A, regulated broker dealer registered with the U.S. Securities Exchange Commission and is a member of the Security Investors Protection Corporation. So it is the man, right? So Robinhood is not some young upstart. It is still a financial services company that functions mm. as a financial services company, which just you know, that is what is happening right now. This is a takedown of financial services in a lot of ways. And Robinhood being a financial services company is a part of that. So they um, should change their name to the Sheriff of Nottingham. <laughs> the oh! Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh! Boom! You just got Woo! roasted, bitch. Get lifted. Okay, Man, I'm uh, fucking I'm stonked <laughs> right now. Oh, feeling feeling the stonks running through my veins. Had a nice adrenochrome shot this morning. Yeah, just making money hand over fist. I need one of those Tom um, Hanks teenies full of teeny little stem cells. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. Um, so, so we're we're getting low on time, which sucks because I, I want to do this all day, of course. Um, and all, so another, so this is another. These are yeah. so many plot lines, and we're aware of all the plot lines that kind of go into this. And if you're just listening, if you're, well, I'm hopefully going to post this by Friday because obviously this shit's moving really fast, but. Um, I don't know if I'm going to cut out some of the interactions with the fans because I know that, you know, for just listeners, it may be as obnoxious, but our Jock Jams party has mentioned this is why Bitcoin is important, which is very true because I think Bitcoin is a decentralized form of currency. I actually would argue that Ethereum is more important because I think Ethereum is a little bit more, it's, it's, Bitcoin is like the, the, Bitcoin is like the GameStop, right? Uh, Ethereum is like AMC, right? Where we're, Are you or, driving or up the Ethereum price? I like it. Insider Maybe. trading. Exactly. 
I know. Let's get rich. You heard it first. Um, but but it, that is, is a decentralized currency. So if you're, I think this is kind of what people are going, this is where the conversation is going to be going now. We're gonna, people are going to be going like, you know, we know that the financial services industry controls all the actual money. So we need something decentralized, i.e. Bitcoin, Dogecoin. There's a lot of like Tron, like there's a ton of cryptocurrencies out there. They all have different purposes and different like ways of being valued. But it all comes down to that idea of, like we don't, we can't rely on financial services as our as our puppeteer because they're not trustworthy. They break and then they fuck with us. They, their intentions are very clear, so it's all very interesting. But anyway, so to close this one out, um, there is a so this is a uh, there's a couple really really significant posts, right? So I think the big story right now is 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 Robin Hood really is now become the the demon. Because a lot of everybody's made their money using Robinhood here. And and also, by the way, Wall Street Bets, like we deliberately did not talk about Wall Street Bets as the as the subreddit in the way that we typically do, because it is honestly, we've gotten a lot of requests about it over the years. We do want to talk about Wall Street Bets, but I want to be able to talk about it with like really talking about the history kind of the way they function some of the psychology behind what they're doing some of the language they use they love using the r word as a as a lol they're like kind of these right left who knows nihilist types um it's a really interesting culture i don't want to overly get into it but the the reason i bring all that up is because they have a history with robin hood where they have also exposed some of robin hood's flaws in the past very famously that made robin hood have to change some of their systems because of Wall Street bets. And so we're seeing again, like Wall Street, Robinhood must fucking hate Wall Street bets because they constantly are doing these things that make them have to literally change their business model. And yeah. so this is another example of that where we're seeing kind of Robinhood both be the beneficiary of Wall Street bets, but also the antagonist to Wall Street bets. Mm. Um, but the post I wanted to read is this actual, or not the class action one, where is it? It's uh, da 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 in the meantime, I'll I'll read a AOC tech tweet from this morning. Gotta admit, it's really something to see Wall Streeters with long history of treating our economy as a casino complain about a message board of posters treating the market like a casino. Anyways, tax the rich. AOC, I'm out. <laughs> oh, she's so funny. So AOC's on board with Reddit. She's in. She's on board, and she's also like, um, uh, she's 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 like. She she is like kind of the representative of 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 this in a way. Yeah, right? she's we, like we look actual at her. Robin Hood. She is kind of like actual Robin Hood. Um, and I think a lot of we have seen a few different politicians kind of do this, right? Where there's there've been a few people that have come out and, and have said, You can't do this. This doesn't make sense. This is not good. Like we gotta shut down Reddit. But then you've had a couple other people who are smart and know go, No, that's not how this works. You can't mm -hmm. you can't say that we you have to do that. So a lot of private school kids are gonna get kicked out this week up in the Northeast. The what? Uh, what say? You say? A lot of private school kids are gonna lose their uh, scholarships, if you know what I mean. This week, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so this is a post that I thought was this is a really good, I think, way to end this. That kind of talks about the overall attitude and why I think this is probably happening. And I think it's actually a pretty endearing note. It, it's been very popular. I don't know why it was kind of hidden on the front page. I couldn't find it, but an open letter to Melvin Capital, CNBC, Boomers, and Wall Street Bets is the, is this title, right? So mods, do not delete. This is important to me. Please read. And this is pretty special because, like I said, I got one hundred twenty three thousand upvotes. Wow. Um, so this is this is I think this really resonates and it kind of almost feels like the the manifesto of the whole movement right now. So 
I was in my early teens during the 08 crisis. I vividly remember the enormous repercussions that the reckless, the reckless actions by those on Wall Street had in my personal life and the lives of those close to me. I was fortunate. My parents were prudent and a little paranoid, and they had some food storage saved up. When the crisis hit our family, we were able to keep our little house, but we lived off of pancake mix and powdered milk and beans and rice for a year. Ever since then, my parents have kept a food storage, and they keep it updated and fresh. Those close to me... My friends and extended family were not nearly as fortunate. My aunt moved in with us and paid what, what little rent she could to my family while she tried any sort to find any sort of work. Do you know what tomato soup made of school cafeteria ketchup packets taste like? My friends got to find out. Almost a year after the crisis low, my dad had stabilized our income stream and to help out others, he was hiring my friend's dads for odd housework. One of them built a new closet in our guest room. Another one did some landscaping in our backyard. I will forever be proud of my parents because in a time of need, when even uh, even when I had no doubt money was still tight, they had the mindfulness and compassion to help those out who tr- absolutely needed it. To Melvin Capital, you stand for everything I hated during that time. You're a firm who makes money off of off of exploiting a company and manipulating markets and media to your advantage. Your continued existence is a sharp reminder that the ones in charge of so much hardship during the 08 crisis were not punished. And your blatant disregard for the law made obvious months ago through your, for the Melvin lawyers out there, alleged illegal naked short selling. And more recently, your obscene market manipulation after hours, after hours shows that you haven't learned a single thing since 08. And why would you? Your ilk were bailed out and rewarded for terrible and illegal financial decisions that negatively changed the lives of millions. I bought shares a few days ago. I dumped my savings in GME, paid my rent for this month with my credit card, and dumped my rent money into more GME, which for the people here at WSB, I would not recommend, which is actually a common theme. You see people being like, I'm all in, but don't do not do that. It's, it's you know weird. Uh, and I'm holding. This is personal for me and millions of others. You can drop the price of GME after hours, 120 bucks. I'm not going anywhere. You can pay for thousands of Reddit bots. I'm holding. You can get every mainstream media outlet to demonize us. I don't care. I'm making this as painful as I can for you. To CNBC, you must realize your short-term gains through promoting institutions' agenda is just that, short-term. Your staple audience will soon become too old to care. And the millions of us, not just WSB, but every person affected by the 08 crash that's now paying attention to GME, are going to remember how you stuck up your firms that ruined so many of us. Uh, that ruined so many of us and tried to tear down the little guys. I know for sure I'll remember this. In response, here's a list of CNBC sponsors and partners. They include, but are not limited to, IBM, Cisco, T-Mobile, JP Morgan, Oracle, ZipRecruiter. Their parent company is uh, NBC Universal. And then the, the Wikipedia article for NBC Universal. Owned by Comcast and GE. To the boomers and or people close to that age just now paying attention to these millennial blog posts, uh, you realize that even if you weren't adversely affected by the 08 crash, your children and perhaps your grandchildren most likely were. We're not enemies. We're on the same side. Stop listening to the media that's making us out of the market destroyers and stop and start rooting for us because we have a once in a lifetime opportunity to punish the sort of people who caused so much pain and distress to decades uh, in stress a decade ago. And we're taking that opportunity. Your children, your grandchildren might have suffered, as I described, because of the institutions that are, well, we're fighting against. You really want to choose them 
over your own family and friends. We're not asking you to risk your 401k or retirement fund on a single GME bet. We're asking, we're just asking you to uh, to be understanding, supportive, and to not support the people that caused so much suffering a decade ago. To Wall Street bets, you are all amazing. I imagine that I'm not the only one that this is personal for. I've read myself so many posts on what you guys went through during the 08 crash. Whether you're here for the gains, to stick it to the man as I am, or just to be a part of a potentially market-changing moment or movement, uh, thank you. Each and every one of you are just the reason uh, that we all have this chance. I've never felt this optimistic about the future before. This is life-changing amounts of money for so many of you. And to be a part of a rare instance of wealth distribution from rich to poor is just incredible. I love you all. Note, I can't seem to get a hold of mods, and they keep fucking removing the post. I have no idea how to get this <laughs> to stick, and it's important to me that people, uh, uh, important to me that the people I'm addressing read it. Um, That's awesome. It's so amazing. Yeah. So I, 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 I like read that and I like almost like have tears in my eyes because I'm just yeah. like, man, like this is like, it's just so funny. It's it's interesting that we did leopards at your face last week too because this is like, it's it, the cyclical relationship between narrative, I guess, right? Where Robin Hood. Is the app? It's called fucking Robinhood, right? Yeah. And it's now yeah. being demonized because Robinhood <laughs> is changing their value system. When mm -hmm. literally, what this person is saying is Robinhood. Their whole thing yeah. is we need to re like that moment at the end where it's talking about the this is a redistribution of wealth. Like that's what this is about. It's not about it's not about like you know making it's not about like making tons of fucking money. Like to some people it might be, but really ultimately what it is is giving some money to the people who fucking suffered and saying yeah. like suck my dick wall street yeah. right? and like I've... that is interesting i know this feels yeah it feels cleaner than you know taxation or something like that it's it's like an organized yeah. movement towards a specific group of people in an open free market forum where this right. is the game so totally something like this could happen versus like a politician saying let's just tax everyone more you're like well that's not doesn't quite. Right. Solve yeah, I mean, this is this is using like, this is using the rules uh, to against them. I mean, this reminds me the other the other um, thing I've been thinking a lot about as this has been happening has been the like kind of famous, hilarious, but also like really I think symbolically important um, uh, n bit of news when um, it was the Satanic Church put the Baphomet statue in front of like the Arkansas legislator yes. because they had put up a table of commandments where you're kind of like you guys did this under under freedom to to like what is it, like freedom to practice any religion or whatever so okay cool we're gonna do that too and they go well you can't you can't do that that one's not allowed though you can't do that one and yeah. they're like that's not the rule the rule is we can do this. We're practicing our yeah. free religion. You're practicing your free religion. And so they end up having to take down the table or the the um, the fucking uh, Ten Commandments, right? God. And this is, I think, this is like what the the what happens after this is going to be fascinating to watch because there's inevitably going to be lobbying for new kinds of financial regulation, right? Mm -hmm. And to some degree, like for good reason, like I understand the world cannot exist in a state of chaos with the financial right. market. It makes sense, right? However, I think it's again, one of those things where like find the rules and exploit them and, yeah. and do do what they do to you. The, the sad and weird thing that's going to end up happening, which I'm very, very worried about, is going to be kind of what we see with like colleges right now, right? Where it's like, 
oh yeah no to get it to like get a really good career and to like have a good life for yourself you have to go to this two hundred thousand dollar college right? right and then a lot of people just go i can't fucking do that so it ends up creating a barrier was... of entry right and yeah. and that might happen here where all of a sudden it might be like to even get invested in the act of 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 trading you have to put down 10 grand to start right that's or how it's been grand start, the know? whole time and robin hood sort of their whole idea was let's take that away totally. and let's let let's let the you know the noobs and the kids get in the game and then and then they go ahead and they throw a party yeah they were Ugh. too good at it too good at it totally. i think the college thing is interesting too dad because uh yeah it would be nice to see a little bit of a revolution on the idea of paying for college or at least like bankrupting yourself for your whole life to go to college for a job totally. that is not guaranteed like that scam to me is clearly a scam like um it would be nice if people on reddit decided that you know for for two years people are not going to take out federal loans and use them for colleges and they're just not going to go to college and and like it would be yeah. nice to buck that system a little bit to see how much money you could take away because they're all just getting rich off of it and, right. you know in exchange for people being in debt for so long you're like well fuck that dude right. don't do it like don't do it young people don't do it and in the in the coronavirus is a good example of like they're still trying to charge you for the same education from home totally like, is there totally. value there you know like yeah yeah, I, I and, and and I think it is it's it's a takedown of institutions, right? Like I mean that that's really the theme and that's kind of the real story here. I mean, we've you know, we are in the midst of I mean, this is I keep describing this. I was explaining it to my girlfriend last night and I was like, this is the most important moment potentially on the internet ever. And she was just like, Get the fuck out of here, dude. What are you what are you talking about? And I was just like, No, like I'm not kidding. Like this is a like billions of dollars have changed hands to people who did not have that before. There's a lot of symbology about the takedown of institutions that are causing a lot of reckless behavior. You know, we just, I mean, the other interesting thing about this is like, obviously, if you've listened to this podcast before, we are, we are, uh, you know, left leaning for lack of a better term. But, you know, this is very Trumpian, right? This is a thing where, where people just go, we're sick of the swamp. We're going to, we're going to vote for anarchy and nihilism instead of reason and, 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 and like, you know the system that that is right. And, it's interesting. And, yeah, and and I, I obviously hate it, but there there are also parallels to again like the parlor thing, right? Where like Discord shutting down the Wall Street Bets server, right? Like now, granted, Wall Street Bets, uh, from what I've heard, even from the mods on Wall Street Bets, like the Wall Street Bets is like a bit of an unethical <laughs> zone. Like there there really are like it's not it's not all it's a little bit more four channy, you know. So there's some shit, mm -hmm. right? But it still is the same thing where you just kind of go, what happens if they shut down the Wall Street Bets subreddit because of pressure from financial regulators, right? Like, what does that mean? Like, I, that's that's a I really think, wild idea. I think with the um, with Ajit Pai stepping down from the FCC and you know the potential like reopening of internet channels. Blah blah blah. Biden. Everyone's expecting Biden to be this great savior for more freedom. Right. I don't think you're going to get it with Biden. I think he's no. more entrenched with um, the sort of powers that be. I don't think the problems. <laughs> it's a whole other ball of wax. But like, you might actually see more regulation because of this. That feels um, 
less liberal and more conservative, I bet, coming right. from the Biden administration on this to protect their fundraisers and their base who, who you know, are just trying to keep their wealth. So um, now all the more reason like a guy like Yang is like interesting because like I think yeah. at least he like understands these kinds of ideas. <laughs> Biden died two weeks ago, um, a lot of people are saying, and he's been walking around with that meat puppet suit on. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually Jim Carrey under there. Shit. Yeah. It's it's pretty it's a wild time, ladies and gents. And they Yeah, man. Uh it's this is you uh yeah, Biden's I mean he's going to make it 4 years. Uh I think he'll make it uh I think <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. That's that's Let's a whole it. different conversation. Okay. I mean, that's right. it, you know, short, it's, I'm going to short that stock right there. I'm going to short that short, stock. Shorten buy it by the lifespan. I'll look into my tea leaves and I'll get back to you. Yeah. Okay, bye. I mean, bye. I th I, I think there is, there is, I mean, it's going to be like, follow this story. And I think, think broadly about the implications here. Cause you know, we, we, we're talking about, um, we're talking a lot about, uh, you know, like this is another interesting. So the SEC, Gary Gessler. So also, by the way, the, I, I believe the new head of the SEC has historically come down pretty hard on Wall Street. If I remember, he was some of the, he was a Goldman parts. Sachs billionaire. He crushed right. it. He made a shitload of cashish. Then Obama hired him to be his dog on the streets. And then he was very strict on uh, post 2008. Right regulations because he understands the system so yeah. he's a guy from the swamp who now like controls the swamp yeah i don't know feels fishy i, I think but I also think it's, time it's complicated to make, uh, as fuck like how do you understand all that yeah. make elon musk the head of the sec that's what i want i want lindsey graham to be the head of the sec <laughs> oh <Hey> yes <laughs> hi y'all <laughs> who wants to um, trade some stocks <laughs> who wants some stock trading y'all oh my god all right well i think um i think it's time we're getting in joe rogan time so um i think we are we gotta we gotta cut this one now but uh thank you all for for participating in the gamification of of did you read it it's kind of been what this is um we uh we're hopefully this is going to come out on friday and you know hopefully we're gonna we're, we're we kind of have some exciting real uh, revelations i mean i know that you may have if you're listening on spotify in particular you may have heard um ads playing in front of the pod now oh um, my god we don't uh we we i don't know how that started happening i think our, our network started doing that and uh but it's cool. I mean, we haven't heard any like, you know, Nazi propaganda or anything like that. So um, support simply say for whatever they're fucking putting in front of our yeah. stuff. Um, Verbo. And, um, Classy. Yeah. And anybody. And, and when we get that money, we'll um, give we'll, it to uh, you. We'll 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 we're going to you know what we're going to do? We're, we're going to buy the stock market. We're going to short the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're going to short the stock market. Um but we'll be back next week. This is uh, another episode of Did You Reddit, a weekly podcast about the internet by way of Reddit, the front page of the world at this point, the front page of the universe. I'm going to go and say is, the whole Andromeda galaxy, dude. The whole hey, Andromeda galaxy. My name is It's Your Dad. I bear boobs. <laughs> I'm my free day buy high sell blow. <laughs> Donkey Kong 69, <laughs> signing hold, out. Hold, 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 right, fast. hold, see you later. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.